What really makes for a productive workday? I've got some science to back this up. So let's sit back, get our coffee, and get rolling. You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey, everybody. Thanks for downloading today's episode. This is the Elevate Your 8 podcast, and I am your host, Chris McPeak. I am getting ready to bug out on a little vacation. Um, It's mostly competing with my swim team, but I have to take vacation to go. So there you go. And I'm cheating a little bit this week because I'm going to repurpose content from another person's website. (laughs) Um, Actually, I'm just sharing with you a fantastic article that I found on The Muse, which is a site that I follow and quote often anyway when it comes to stuff like career management, career change interviews, resumes, work-life balance, all that kind of stuff. And I was just kind of piddling around looking for winning the day. And I'm doing a presentation in a couple weeks for Professional Development Day here at my at my day job. And I entitled the presentation, Win the Day, Win... No, that's not what I called it. Win the hour, win the day. That made me hearken back to when I used to have a fuel band. Did you guys ever have a Nike fuel band? It would sit on my on my wrist and it would vibe and it would buzz and it would tell me to get up and move and it would tell me if I won the hour and then it would tell me how many hours I won that day and I would get all these cool badges when I would eclipse my previous day's Nike fuel, etc. Um I really loved that gadget and I'd still be wearing it if I hadn't become a swimmer because it wasn't waterproof, what can I say? So this notion of winning the hour is really sticking with me and I thought, okay, well, what are ways that we can make every hour of the day a little bit more productive? I promise you I am going to give you some original content on that one of these days, but for now I'm just going to share this really great article that I found on the Muse and it's called Your Hour by Hour Guide to the Most Productive Day Possible. They have the day starting at 7 o'clock and most of us grab our phones as soon as we wake up and learn why you should delay this just for a little and think about gratitude. Yeah, I'm, dude, at seven o'clock, I'm already hitting the shower after swim practice. So this is not um, convenient for me. But I realize a lot of you might, you know, get up at seven. So that's fine. I would say I would give it a little more. I would try not to grab your phone at all. I would get up and get a glass of water and use the restroom and maybe read a little bit or do some meditation or talk to your spouse. Don't hit up that phone for a little bit. This article on the Muse does say that once you do decide to grab your phone, if you're gonna scroll through anything, scroll through Instagram because it'll make you happier and feel more creative. Okay, I can buy that, that sounds good. At 8.30, after you get to work, tackle one task. That would mean getting in, sitting down at your desk, not yet turning on your computer, unless that's where the task is. So for me, I might tidy up my desk, which is almost always in a state of conflict. Although, don't get me wrong, I know, I know what's in every single pile on this desk. The average person walking in here and looking around would be like, dude, 
You are so disorganized. I'm not really, I just appear to be. It's all an illusion, I promise. So getting to work, tackling one task, and then going ahead and checking your email. Now, again, I try not to open my email until after lunch. I've tried to make that a very strict practice. Today, however, since it's my last day in the office, I won't be doing that, but that's beside the point here. Hey, elevators. If you keep in mind the Elevate Your Aid philosophy, then you know you're supposed to honor your work-life balance by only working eight hours a day. Then you also know this is a fine line to walk when you don't like your job. If you're thinking of making a career change, I have two great resources available soon that can help. Resume Bootcamp is a quick seven-day online program to help you get your resume in tip-top shape for any job search. One of my clients, Summer, said this, quote, Resume Bootcamp is the perfect way to begin revamping your resume. Short and to-the-point clips will get you thinking about work and career highlights. It is definitely worth the time and money, so invest in yourself, end quote. Pretty cool, huh? To sign up for this course, go to silverpeakdevelopment.com forward slash bootcamp to get the course. Now, round two of my career mastermind will be getting started in early September. During the previous group, one person had her first job interview in three years, another person found a new job altogether, and the third person made the decision to pursue a PhD in psychology. That was what just three people did together. Imagine what five or seven people could do. I'm booking discovery calls now so you can see if this is a fit for you. Click the show notes for details. Now, let's get back to the show. In this article, they move on to 9.30 a.m., and they suggest that science says this is the best time for a cup of coffee, so go drink up. I don't drink coffee at work, so I'm going to skip that. I'm going to go instead fill my water bottle up and take, like, drink like half of it and then fill it up again. How's that? The next thing on the list is at 11 o'clock, and this is, they're suggesting that you start to get more distracted as you get closer to lunch. So give yourself five or 10 minutes to check social media or maybe take a small lap around the office. I try to take a walk around my block every day, twice a day. So I go once in the morning and once in the afternoon. And lately I've been pairing that either with a short walking meditation or I read over some affirmations. So 11 o'clock is a good time to give yourself a five or 10 minute break. And again, if you wanna check social media cause that's your jam, go for it. But it might be just as good. And maybe even you can multitask a little bit by getting up and walking around and you know, checking your social media as you walk carefully. I don't want you to be ridiculous and have your face in your phone, but um, you can walk and kind of take a peek and pay attention to the road in front of you and just be safe, my friends. That's all I'm asking. Now we're at the noon hour. Yay, it's time to eat lunch. How many of you eat lunch at your desk? Haven't we talked about this, you guys? You have to take a lunch break. You have to get your food and get up and get out of that office. So Forbes magazine is quoted in this article as saying that eating lunch while you work is actually counterproductive. So you'll get more done if you get up and really take a break. Get completely out of that space. I love just going down the hall because we have a really nice break room that has couches and and easy chairs and places to sit. And I will eat my lunch in there and watch an episode of TV on my iPad while I knit. That gets my brain completely out of the mode that I need to be working at the same time that I'm doing this stuff. Lunch is over and we have returned back to our desk and we're digging into our work for the afternoon. 
At 3 o'clock, the New York Times suggests that you should take a 20-minute nap, and when you wake up, your performance will wake up too. If you can do this in your workspace, I say go for it, because I definitely know the power of the 20-minute nap, or even a 10-minute nap, or even a 5-minute nap. If you can do that, that'd be really great. If you can't, get up and take another walk around the block, or take a walk around your office, and don't forget to fill your water bottle, because it's very, very important that we stay hydrated. Research suggests late afternoon is the ideal time for holding a meeting, and this is according to the Washington Post, and I can kind of get this too. Um, That meeting is going to be super productive and super quick because you're getting close to the end of the workday and people want to get out and get home. So if you want to stay on task, schedule something for 4 o'clock, and I think that's just brilliant. And then, now this is suggesting that you're still in the office at 6 o'clock, but... Regardless, if that's right after that meeting that's over, the one you've scheduled for four o'clock, before you head home, go ahead and make a to-do list for the next day. I actually do this and I find that it's super helpful for me. So I will put that to-do list right on my computer monitor or I leave it in my chair because I can't sit down unless I see it. So I'll pick it up, I'll put it right on my laptop and turn everything on and then go ahead and barrel through that to-do list. And then the thing it says to do last, and granted, this is when you're back home now, um, if you're not going to watch television or um, do family time or go to the gym or whatever, um, make sure that before you go to bed that you write down a couple of things you accomplished today. This, of course, the, the morning gratitude and then this evening accomplishment thing really fits into that important notion of having a morning and an evening routine, which if you've paid attention to this show, you know that's something that's super important to me, and I like trying to have both in place. Um, it's been hard to do the evening one. It's been a little bit stressful the last couple of weeks, but right now I'm making sure that I do a gratitude list before I go to bed and that I read a book for at least seven to ten minutes. I know that's not a lot of time, but it's what I can manage right now. So you can find this article on themuse.com. It's under the advice column, and it's your hour-by-hour guide to the productive day possible. Of course, I will hit this up in the show notes so that you guys can take a look at it, and I will also... Um, tag some of these other articles that are mentioned. Um, Yeah, so that's what I've got to share with you guys today. Super short episode, easily digestible. I hope everybody is going to have an amazing rest of your week. This is Chris McPeak with Elevate Your 8 Podcast, and I'm out of here, my friends. Bye-bye.